is the Open Road Podcast. Jeremy ends with you. Calvin Barry with you. Jer, we are together, and your feet kind of stink. I'll get them off the couch. Get them off the couch. <laughs> like way too uh, close to my head. Dude, it's good to be together. I always love podcasting in person. We're in your living room looking out over the beautiful Port Carling afternoon sun here with a little summer f- refreshing brew. Right. Life is good. We're getting it fired up. You kind of spontaneously arrived here last night, which yes. was a nice surprise and always happy to have you over. Yeah. You slept on my couch last night. Yeah. Uh, good sleep or what? What do you think? It was actually All right. a great sleep. Now, I had a little bit of trouble at first regulating my temperature 100%, um, because yeah. it was toasty and... The other thing is your wife has a bunch of her friends around yep. who are, well, our friends too, but they're all ladies. And I was sleeping shirtless in my boxers as I do. Sure. And so I also didn't want to like just leave the covers wide open. You know what I mean? And just spread eagle as you Correct. as you would in private. Correct. So because I was out in the open in the living room, I kind of wanted to make sure I was covered and yet wanted to regulate my temperature so that was right. the only challenge but once i got to sleep i was golden so like i offered you a pretty good setup with a thermo rest and sleeping bag for the floor i would have taken that any day of the week over a couch are you serious 100 percent. no i would have got a way better sleep really on a thermo rest yeah actually yeah like do you move around a lot in your sleep or something clearly not clearly not yeah but i, I not, neither do i but i feel like if i get a thermo rest and i you know, i lay flat on my back to sleep yeah and i just that would be perfect i'm just like Sitting there <laughs> on a level plane, and yeah. I like being on the ground. It's kind of fun, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I w- I've never been a big thermorest guy. Okay, like I would never go out and buy one. I don't think. No, no, which actually is an interesting thought. Yeah, the, you're maybe like one of the main reasons I own one. Because I put you on the floor all the time. I got to set you up somewhere. Oh, you got to set me up somewhere whenever I'm coming into town. Yeah. Everyone, thanks for tuning in. This is the Open Road Podcast. We're here to help you find adventure in the everyday. I found some adventure in my Saturday by driving up to visit Calvin kind of spontaneously. Yeah. And we are uh, taking care of Calvin's son today while the ladies are off having a nice little girls weekend. So we are we are the dads. We are double dadding it today. We <laughs> kind of took Noah in the trike downtown this morning and it was good, man. Like Very fun. Just a good vibe. We saw some other dads, all the power to them. There were three dads we saw out there. They had probably nine girls. Yeah. And they all looked to be exactly the four same age, to five years old. It was kind of strange. Yeah. And they all had lovely curly hair. So we said, you know, we gave them a little thumbs up, a little yeah. encouragement. And then they said to us, your ratio is a little easier than ours because they were like three to one. We were two to one. Yeah. That's <laughs> Sorry. Good. Three kids to one adult. We yeah. were two adults to one kid. Um, Jer, kind of being a father, this is one of my favorite times is that when I get like Saturday morning, yep. I like get up, like he's up early. I get up with him. Yep. I get to sacrificially like let my wife sleep in a little bit cause she's always up so early. And then he and I just kind of roll around in the living room for a bit, just kind of some good guy time. And we just get to like nice, lazy Saturday mornings. And it was funny. Sometimes what we'll do with him is get him up in the morning and if it's usually really early, he kind of comes into a room and then he likes to kind of fly around. And so then he'll go and kind of have the, the rule of the house to himself. Yeah. What he normally does is find a little object and then bring it back to us and then, you know, kind of go on these little missions where we ask him to get something. <laughs> and it's just nice entertainment. This morning, 
was pretty much that. He we got him up and then he ran into the living room. Yeah. Only to find Jer displayed <laughs> on the couch in all his <laughs> glory. And he stood still, like planted to the ground, like frozen stiff for like I'd say like five solid minutes. It was we so were, weird. We were watching him. I've never seen this kid sit still for so long in his life. And it's not like he was frozen out of fear. He no. was smiling at me. Yeah, he was smiling and he was kind of at you because he knows around, your face. And he was smiling and he was just like so curious about this person sitting on the couch but was like or lying on the couch but like didn't move. Right. Like this guy wasn't here last night. Why is he on my couch? <laughs> <laughs> this is usually like cartoon time. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was really fun. Yeah. Now you were t- you were saying like when you send him on a mission, you'll be like, "Dude, go get go get us a shoe," and yeah. he will actually get a shoe and bring it over. Yeah, he'll retrieve it. Yeah, retrieve shoes. Or so something. this to me is one of those really cool things about watching a really little kid grow up. Can't talk yet. No. And yet he's starting to be able to understand like what things are. Yeah, like he knows. Sh- yeah, shoes are a big thing that he knows. Like if he wants to go out, he will go start getting people's shoes. And you said he's starting to like drop some words as well. Yeah, like this morning, I think you probably heard him say he likes apples. So he says something that sounds like apple. Yeah. I also apple. heard him say something that sounded like RV. No, he straight up said RV. He as in, he? where is the RV? Where is the RV? Because I was driving that rig last week. Yeah. Right? And, you know, that's kind of his his zone now. Yeah, he loves He's it. hanging out in there with me. Sweatbox. If you haven't seen the amazing photo on our Instagram of Noah in the front seat of the RV, go there right now at Open Road Pod on Instagram. That is like the... It honestly is like one of my favorite photos. When you oh, said yeah. I put him in there and I was like, oh, like I need to see that photo. I was just so it made me so happy. I don't know why I just did. I think I told you this, but like I had a buddy over the other day and he was helping with some stuff in the RV and he yeah. had his two little guys and they just had to get in that <laughs> RV. Like it just like to them, like looked like the coolest thing ever. And like yeah. what is inside, you know, like you see, like even now I'll see like this crazy, like big, like sleeper yacht boat or whatever. Yes. And I'm like, man, like I wonder what it's like in there. Yeah. And I loved being able to facilitate that for like these little kids who are like so much imagination. And I'm like, dudes, this place is yours. Come on, Come on in. in. Yeah. Press any button you want. And like Go right nuts. now it's rough and sketchy yes. and like yeah, dirty yeah. and oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's fun giving people the tour always. Yeah. 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 Um, so for this episode, I think, Calvin, why don't we give people some ideas for fun activities to do in the summer and some of the things that we like to get up to in the summer, some of the ways that we like to find mini adventures. Uh, the first thing that I think is, is good to talk about is make sure that whatever you do in the summer, get out to see some live music. See some live music. Jared, you're hot off... Um a festival? What's it called? A festival. T- some sort of festival. You just went to a big, you just went to Warp Tour. The Vans Warp Tour. The final cross-country tour for that tour. It's over. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Interesting. Now, they say the final cross-country tour, so in my mind, I'm like, They'll they will probably do it like a Coachella, where it's like yeah, yeah, one yeah. massive festival. I think that's what they're going to do, because <laughs> mm-hmm. they were very specific with the words, where they were like, one last cross-country tour. Right, right, right. But, dude, this festival is actually crazy. I was looking at the schedule. Mm -hmm. Date, 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 date. Like, every single day. It was, like, 10 days before these guys got a day off. And the cities are, like, probably almost 8 to 10 hours away. Wow. As they go across the country. It is an incredible tour and has been such an influential part of the music scene that I've really like yeah the kind of indie hardcore rock yep. alternative scene 
And so it's really kind of sad to see it go. And like all the bands, they brought back a bunch of bands who did it like a long time ago, like mm-hmm. Sum 41 and Simple Plan were there. Um, but it was really interesting to hear just the way that this specific tour not only was so nice for bands, it was so cool for fans to find new music. Because you s- they're only half hour sets right. and there's music all day on like six stages. So you see the bands that you love. Right. You find all kinds of new bands and it's this like tour that's like a rite of passage like if you're a band that did the full warp tour that's like a huge like feather in your cap as a band and is like almost like yeah like a rite of passage into being a great hardcore or indie rock or alternative band like if because it's it's got to be hard work of course doing that every day like that's a brutal schedule but it is must be kind of nice too like having the half hour um commitment for their set oh yeah like it's like, not a crazy set that's that, nice you're right the other half an hour yeah and the other nice thing about that is you get every song you want to hear they only play they're the only bangers doing the hits. yeah that's right yeah they're only doing the big bangers so it was i cool. mean it's always really good cool, cool bands i loved just go through them under oath always a good show mm-hmm. Uh, Four Year Strong is kind of a pop punk band that I really, really like. And I was so glad to see them because I've missed them every time they've come to Toronto. And then like a really heavy band that I like is called My Children, My Bride. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. they sounded so good. And they played on like a smaller side stage, not to like one of the massive crowds. And so it felt like really personal. Like I was like, right. It was kind of literally at the front. Yeah. Yeah. Like and again, at such a big festival with other music going on. Um, it wasn't like a huge, they're not a huge drugs. They're also a little bit of a smaller band, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it was just like so awesome to see them again. I've only seen them one other time. Cool. So awesome music. And it was the, it was an amazing day. Like sun was shining. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was putting sunscreen on every five seconds. Of course you were. It was insane. Um, cause I burn. Dude. You fry. Fry. Yeah. But anyway. Um, yeah, just beautiful day hanging out with some old friends from university buddy from work came with me and it was just like the perfect it was just the perfect festival day yeah that's great that's great and you were at a concert recently did we talk about it uh, I don't think we did I went to see um, Jack White a couple yeah. weeks ago yeah. yeah so that was awesome also in, in Toronto that was the first time you'd seen him first time I've seen him that was like very much so a bucket list artist for me really so I was really excited to like, yeah. yeah pretty pretty big bucket list item yeah to see him yeah, like, and that came around kind of spontaneously. It really did. Yeah, like I knew of this concert, but I just didn't really like think about getting tickets for it or anything. And then right. Yeah, the offer came across my uh, across my desk nice. from a friend, nice, which was nice, always nice. awesome. Um, we were gonna talk about funny little like things that happen that go on at these yes. festival shows, yes. concerts. One of the things I noticed that was so good was um, a dad, probably like in his forties, sitting like a couple rows down from us. Um, and he had his son, who was probably, I'm guessing, like, maybe, like, 12, 13. Yeah. And they were there, like, fairly early for, like, the full set of the opener. And then, like, a whole full long show, which was a long show. Yeah, you said like it was long. Hours. Wow. Um, hours long. And it was just hilarious watching, like, this dad, who I'm guessing is into Jack White because he bought the tickets. Right. 12-year-old son, not at all. <laughs> like, n- doesn't really know what's going on. But, like, like so I'm kind of analyzing the situation i'm like okay this is a divorce situation this is his weekend with the kid right he's taking him to a concert thinking this is going to be 
dope. It's like the sickest bonding moment. Sick bonding moment. And the kid could not be like less into what is happening here. So the dad's like desperately trying to like entertain him, getting him popsicles, ice cream sundaes, like anything. Like got him a, like a t-shirt. He had a hat on. Like just like trying to sell this. <laughs> but like the reality is, if you're not there and you're not enjoying the music. You're not going to enjoy yourself. You are not. It's not not a fun place to be. And I'm trying to think of at 12 years old, I probably couldn't handle Jack White. No. Like, Jack White is not playing the types of songs that are like, here's the three-minute radio pop banger. No. No. He's playing, like, incredible music, but not stuff for 12-year-olds. It's about talent. It's not about, like, what sells, right? So, it's at that point, it's like, if you're not into it, yeah. Right, and if you don't know the lore of Jack White, and this kid sure. clearly couldn't care less. Yeah. That was yeah. really funny. Yeah, it was very, yeah, Matt and I, we were just like, we couldn't keep our eyes off this kid. And then, like, we were sitting on the lawn, which is slightly sloped. Right. And this kid had this huge-ass Sprite, <laughs> and he obviously spills the Sprite on the lawn, and it's flowing down no. under the, the, the people in front of him. <laughs> and they're, like, desperately trying to, like... Mop it up and yeah, it was move just their stuff out of the way. Painful. Oh painful. my gosh, yeah. that's really funny. Yeah, and I mean the thing, the list of funny things you see at Warp Tour is like, I mean, it, it would be two hours to talk about all the I funny know, things I you know. see. Between like the horrible tattoos, like the like, what was this person thinking when they got this tattoo? Like, yep. Um, like there was this one tattoo where it was like, um, like a Grim Reaper on a guy's shoulder. And then around it on the top was like, I don't give an F. Underneath it was, <laughs> I'm already dead. So it's like a Grim Reaper, I don't give a f- I'm already dead. Like on his arm forever. I'm like, what does that tattoo even mean? I mean, the best part about tattoos is that you said it. It is forever. <laughs> so like, like you see. Like, I always just like as as obnoxious as they are sometimes and as like kind of like hand over the face you gotta respect the person like yeah they balls out committed to this they did. forever they did yeah and and so that's i mean obviously you could talk about all the tattoos forever mm-hmm. the the clothing choices i have to admit were very very interesting especially i mean it, it was almost like almost like a clothing optional event interesting like you know, it was basically like women were walking around in bikinis. Right. Many, right. many guys without shirts. If a if a girl didn't bring her bikini, she just was in a bra. <laughs> like, okay, I'll just do that. I'll or or like bra. and then you have the people who are like the crazy like goth people who are like full nines blacked out with right. like chains sweating and buckets. Sweating buckets. And then you have you know, you literally had everything in between. And it was such a hot day. So there was, you know, Nasty. little clothing um, at Warp Tour, which was again an in, just an interesting people watching experience for both the interesting choices that both men and women and everyone in between decided. This is what I want to wear to Warp Tour, or well, what I don't okay, want to wear. Okay, so that's to Warp a funny Tour. thing too, because I remember like probably like, well, this is going back like eight, seven, eight, ten years ago when we would go to concerts. Like, I feel like I was pretty conscious of like, all right, like today. I'm going to a concert. Yes. This is like a big deal. Like yep. what what am I gonna wear to the concert? Yes. Like and like think about like how goofy that is. Like who cares about what you're wearing to 100%. a concert, right? And what was the decision? Um black jeans and probably like another band tee. A band tee. Which right? band tee is it? Yeah, which is, which yeah. band tee am I gonna put on? So as I was like looking, like I was trying to find a list of like top ten weird things you see at Warp Tour, right. and I'm like, 
oh no i know them in my i'll just talk about them like i can yeah, come yeah. up with 10 things yeah. but then the other list that i came across was like top 15 warp tour outfit ideas right. and i'm like okay Primo. so literally these people are going on Ooh, what should i wear to warp tour what's going to be the thing this i was just like uh the content created out there is just hilarious yeah I know you're so right. that was another funny thing and then it was interesting too because it's also like every order of body modification, spacers, tattoos, blah, mm-hmm, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. And for the first time in a long time, I was like, I am potentially the most normal people, normal person here. My dreads are gone. All my piercings are out. I'm in like shorts and a plain tee. I got a little hat on and sunglasses. Your biggest concern at this point is sunscreen application. <laughs> yeah. The only like little piece of like, uh, like, cool clothing i had was the vans shoes at the vans warp tour everything else was like completely nondescript yeah and and it and it felt good because i was like you know what i could put all my piercings in or my earrings back in and like wear a tank top. do it up i'm not going to i'm not gonna wear my alexis on fire tank top i'm gonna wear a plain gray t-shirt it comes back to like who's it for what are you more comfortable in and who is it for right we're over it right i i i want to go to warp tour to see these bands play yeah i know so mm-hmm. we only found one other, like, and basically all the people I was I was with are pretty clean cut. Mm-hmm. We're all like, I mean, I'm not gonna say professionals, but we're all like people who are like, yep. not fourteen year old emo kids. Yes. Um, there was only one couple who rivaled us for professionalism, and it looked like they literally just got off their jobs downtown Toronto. had had walked there. It was a couple, a woman wearing a really nice blouse and really nice pants and great shoes. Right. And then the guy was in a really nice polo tucked into his nice slacks. Beauty. I was like, yeah, I love that this couple is here. They're yeah. like, that is them. That's I, took awesome. a, I took a picture of them too. That's amazing. <laughs> I love that. So anyway, that was some funny things that you saw there. But um, I mean, yeah, we could go on, but all yeah. that to say like summer concerts, some, there's nothing better. Yeah. Um, Okay, Jer, I got to ask you a question. Yeah. When is the last time you have been victim of just a good old scolding <laughs> by an older person? Oh, by an older person? Yeah. It's been a while. Do you have a good story? I was s- completely scolded this week. <laughs> my, me, me and my wife were no. scolded together. I need to hear this. So, like, the other night, um, we're working at home. Uh, no, no, I, I got home from work, and, and we were... It's crazy hot inside or outside, um, yeah. and so we're like have dinner, and then we take Noah across the road to go for a swim. Yeah, in the lake. Um, so the weather's a little bit sketchy. Like it's it was calling for rain all day, hadn't rained all day, and so we get into the water and we hear like a couple like of those big like big thunders, thunders like big way thunders. off in the distance way off yeah like so we're like oh yeah like it's probably gonna open up here so we're swimming away on the beach and we're all like right in the water woman from like probably like three four doors down up on her deck screaming bloody murder at us get out of the water are you crazy it's about to be a big storm what? you're gonna be electrocuted like all of it like yeah like just like going at us yeah and so like me my initial first thoughts are like yeah, I think that's a thing. I also think that's a bit of an old wives' tale. I don't right. quite buy that, that everyone in water during a thunderstorm gets electrocuted. Well, so especially like, considering how far it is away at the yeah. moment. Yeah. So, like, me, A, is like, yeah, that raises a bit of a red flag. But, like, I'm not sold on that as a thing because I've gone through my entire life completely disrespecting the laws of lightning. <laughs> and I'm fine. And then the other part of me is wildly spiteful of a person that of decides course. to land base me so what do i do 
big old dive right back in. <laughs> <laughs> the only worst thing you could have done uh, is turn to her double birds and yeah, then dive in. Which in a way was the exact same thing. You're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Did you like, ob- obviously you both looked over there. I, I, oh yeah. We both looked over there and acknowledged her like, okay. And then I go, boom, like right back in. Where was this? Just right here? Right across the road. Yeah. Yeah. Right here. Yeah. So, I mean, and then. That's just annoying. Like you don't very have annoying. to be that way. And I understand where she's coming out. Like, if she has in her mind that this is a life or death situation, it's, she's only doing what she thinks is right. But then in my mind, like, I feel like I don't buy it. I, I don't buy that this is as dangerous as people make it out to be. If your objective is to truly get the people out of the water and you're a yelling distance away, you will walk over there. You'll say, hey, sir, can I chat with you for a moment? Sure. You'll say, I, you know, I'm not sure if you heard, but I just heard that lightning. And thunder, mm-hmm. and it's pretty dangerous to be in the water. It, right, it might be wise to get out. Now but that her could also be, was almost in more emergency than that, though, right? If she decides to just start screaming, yeah. But what I'm saying is, if she's actually yelling distance away, right. the four sec, the ten thirty seconds it takes for her to, to walk run over, over. Yeah, you're right. So if if she's if that's literally how dire she thinks it is, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe. But that is hilarious. And yes, and you probably heard that, and you're like, oh, it's time to go. Right. We'll wrap up our swim yeah. in the next little bit. And we were very much in wrap-up phase, but then like... You were already in wrap-up phase. I can't let that be the reason. I can't nope. let, I can't give nope. her the satisfaction no, that cannot. she saved our lives. Absolutely cannot. No. There's Absolutely no way. cannot. Yeah. And that brings up some other really good summer activities that we think <laughs> you should do is get in the water. Get in the freaking water. You know, I think it's, uh, it's refreshing. It's wonderful. Calvin lives right across from this nice river where you can go. Uh, a bunch. I'm not quite as fortunate, but you know, I'm I'm up north now. We should probably get in the water later this afternoon. Yeah, we for sure, sure. Um, yeah. Next weekend, we're back up here for a uh, a friend's birthday party, so Our we should probably do that again. Yeah. Um, s- spending time on the water is just a magical way to have some adventure. Canoe, kayak, stand up paddle boarding. Uh, it's accessible, even if you have none of that stuff. Just go for a swim. Did you chirp a guy for his sup board this morning? I don't Where think was I, that? I was at, at at the little store. Oh, I didn't chirp yeah, him. This yeah, guy yeah. just had a giant sup board and was like trying to maneuver himself through to like put it on display outside. Because I hate everything sup board. Yeah, I mean, I'm not that no. into it. I, I like I'd rather take a canoe out. But isn't it? It's obnoxious how like I just think it's hilarious the whole sup thing how it completely blew up. Yeah, and that's it's seen as this like you and I both know. It's wildly simple and easy, but people like to make it out that it's like this a challenging <laughs> balance balancing act, right? Right. It's this crazy workout. I, I'm, I'm. It's funny. I'm like, I'm hot and cold on the water sport thing. Right. I feel like to keep things interesting, the market keeps pumping out products. Sure. That in my mind, don't really need to happen, and I'm gonna go against the cultural norm right now and speak out against wake surfing dude please speak out against wake. go ahead so wake surfing i've done it it's fun i see the appeal Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and this is basically where you have a boat if you don't know what it is and it's like a big wake boat and it makes this massive wave Mm -hmm. and maybe not super massive for those of you if you live on the ocean but it's probably like Like three three four two three foot three two to four foot high wave and then you and you're going about ten miles an hour mm-hmm. in a boat, so pretty slow. And then you get on this like m- 
very like half size surfboard and then you can actually surf on that wave you mm-hmm. can find the pocket and you can basically it's like fake surfing for people who live on lakes yeah it's kind of like a makeshift um what are those con- a flow rider yes i don't really know what is that's it? those things on cruise ships oh yeah 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 like those like pools yeah those simulated waves yeah so you basically yeah. simulate a wave that you can surf on and then you go for it yeah my beef with it is that Unless you're really, really good, it's really boring. Sure. And it's well, really obnoxious for the other people on a lake because you're tossing a three-foot wave up. Now, wakeboarding is not much different because you're still trying to make a big wake to jump it. Mm-hmm. But at least wakeboarding, you're going faster. You can do more tricks. You can carve. It's more, not maybe not more of a workout, but I'm like... There's far more at stake. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think the only reason wake surfing like arrived is because wakeboard sales were slowing down or it was like right. a little bit less accessible and a little bit too dangerous. And so the water sport market is like, we need to pump out another product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what was wrong with slalom skiing, wakeboarding, and tubing? Well, Why do we need yes. 15 more things? I mean, I'm, yeah, I hear you. I mean, I've, very similar to you, like I have done it. I can do it. Can't do anything interesting on it. I can no. do it without the rope. Just like you, um, and that would I I feel like ninety percent of the people that do it that's what they do, um, and so yeah, there's a small percentage of people who can actually like like properly surf like as far as like doing right. Let's call them tricks. Yeah. So, but I think it's gotten so popular because a it's kind of cool, but b it's very low impact and very low commitment. You just load the bodies in the boat. You it's essentially fun. fizzle I away it. into the water, so it's like kind of. People like people have now taken this on, and they'll never touch a wakeboard again. Right? Because everyone's had those really nasty wakeboard bails, where it's like, right. you can't just go and cruise; you have to like start like doing something. Right. So there's that expectation. So I, I mean, I don't want people to hear us wrong. We're not anti new experiences. And the first time I wake surfed, I was like, oh, I'm glad I know how to do this. I'm okay. Yeah. So I don't like that's again where I'm like, okay, I'm not obviously crazy passionate about this. I just think it's a little bit obnoxious. But, I mean, again, I think trying new things is cool. Wake surfing is fine, but... Let me sum up what I dislike about it. I dislike that it costs so, so much to do that sport. It costs... Because, like, you can't do it on, like... We're talking boats that are worth, like, a hundred to $200,000 that are, like, proper for this. Right. And for that level of investment, the sport is just way too lame. That's a, that is going to be the best argument. Right? The expense to excitement ratio. Yeah. Slalom skiing. It's you need a little lame. little ski boat. You can do slalom skiing on a like a pretty like competition level on a very like small, Different boat. smallish boat, right? Yep. Like, you don't have to have such a crazy boat. Yeah. And like there's way more at stake. Way more risk, way more skill involved. Oh yeah. 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 Interesting. What are some other uh summer activities that are low cost, high experience uh experience value? High experience value. Yeah, for like low cost. I mean, one thing that we're doing right now, which maybe doesn't have to do with that, so sorry for sending our mind on that tangent, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, is just the summer RV reno project. I think having a summer project is something that everybody should have. If you're wanting to learn more about photography or videography, think about a summer project to do and go do it. If you're a homeowner, make a new piece of furniture or like, I don't know, you just did a a little bathroom reno. Right, right. Like, take some time, do a little reno. You know, paint, you did some, 
painting, whatever. Like, I'm trying to think of some other projects. Like, well, you know, this morning we were checking out the local community garden. Yeah. Maybe probably too yes. late at this point in time, but like, kind of cool. Like, it kind of inspires me a little bit. Like, hey, I might at one point in my life like a little vegetable garden. They're kind of neat, fun little project to get entertained with and learn how to maintain things like that. I really it's like kind of interesting. I really like having our vegetable garden now. Katie does most of the work to take care of it, but it's pretty fun to see what it takes to grow a certain amount of food. It helps you connect more to like what it means to buy a little thing of tomatoes at the grocery store. Right. When you got to wait all summer for your tomato plants to start going and then, you know, you get a good number of tomatoes, but you're like, oh, wow, really interesting just to think about mm-hmm. where our food comes from and how it gets there. So, yes, plant a garden or even like the easiest way to get into that is just a little herb garden. For yeah. fresh herbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's easy. Garden. If you're in a tiny Low little place, you can you have an herb garden. You use them a garden. lot, which totally. is kind of cool. Yeah. 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 I mean, I always think, like, I like to BBQ. Ooh, and yeah. I like to kind of get um, get a good hunk of meat going and really spend some good time on a Saturday with that. So, like, that's always, like, figure out a cool recipe and, like, make that a bit of a plan for the day. Like, have it. It's nice when you do a little bit of cooking and you're, like, there's kind of premeditated plans um, right. in place to make it happen and make it like kind of over the top in a way. Right. Yeah, that's good. Those burgers you made today were great. A couple good little burger. extra touches. Yeah. Well, it's like those get those people we were talking to this morning where their plan is to like, guy's going to BBQ, but he loves BBQing. So he's just going to keep throwing a little bit of something on and just keep the barbecue rolling for like the whole afternoon. All day. Get the right. green yeah, egg like the, going. Yeah, like it's going to be on the whole day and it's just part of what's happening for the afternoon. Yeah. Make it, you know, in a, a fun experience. Yeah, totally. Totally. Cooking, right? Cooking. Jared, one of my favorite things is um, never underestimate the power and the deliciousness of a good old little hot dog. I love a little no. hot dog. No. Are you not on board with this? I am not. I love these little hot dogs. I think they, what they just, do you love about a stupid, nasty little hot dog? Right? They're nasty. I like a little hot dog. A little. You don't have to get like the cheapest of the cheap, but like sometimes you can get these really little like all beef hot dogs. Little slits, throw them on the BBQ. They're like super quick and they're just, I find them just so delicious. Is it the fact that they're savory? They're savory. They're salty. They're like kind of snackish. Like they're not like a full meal's worth. What kind of condiments do you throw on this thing? Oh, I okay. So we get this really nice little uh, corn, um, corn salsa, like pickled corn salsa, which is really good. A little bit of sriracha, a little bit of chipotle aioli, and like it's a good little dog. Okay, now we're talking. Yeah. If you're talking, you're at your grade three barbecue, and you got ketchup, mustard, and a dog. <laughs> That to me is the worst. No, I still think that's pretty darn no. good. I like those. Though. That's horrible. I always go for a slide a couple of those down. <laughs> I love those. Okay, speaking of which, did you see that guy who pounded 74 hot dogs in 10 minutes? No, I did not. So this guy, uh Joey Chestnut, I think is his name. He just set the world record again at the like US National hot dog eating competition like you've seen those competitions before sure, yeah yeah so the guy just just broke the record which he previously held um of 73 he he did 74 now that's that's just disgusting it's horrible it's disgusting now i was watching the youtube video of it and right before like as it was like the event coverage and like as they were introducing him like there was this scrolling menu 
of mm. every single food item that he held the world record for. Come on. It honestly, it like went on for a minute. That's every, disgusting. Like, burritos, burgers, uh, <laughs> pizza, like like French fries, poutine. Like, I mean, I don't know what was all on the list, but it was unbelievable the records that this guy held for things that you shove down your body in a short yeah. period of time. I would love to get this guy on the podcast. He's too big, but it, we could get a smaller guy. Is he too big guy. at this point? Oh, he's yeah. he's massive. We could get like a runner up, like guy who's passionate about it. Yeah, we could get Let's try to get like the 10th place finisher for Right. Right. Why not? He would easily He or she. There's a lot of women who do it too. That might be better for our audience. They may <laughs> yeah. appreciate that a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but do they compete uh alongside each other, men and women? No, it's men versus like men all together and then women all together. Quite the separation then. I think so. Is it yeah. that? Okay, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um so yeah, so I think the the war, the women's world record is significantly less than 73. But actually maybe not significant, it's probably like 40 or 50. Yeah, in yeah, 10 yeah. minutes. In 10 minutes. Um Jer, the other thing that I kind of thought of was j- just fun summer adventure. Um a few friends and I the other night, what we did is like we wanted to just kind of do something fun for a bit of a guys night. We got my buddy's dad's work barge who owns a construction company. Oh yeah. So we got his, you know, very much ghetto ass work barge, ba- which basically, for those who don't know what that is, a little cockpit with a steering wheel and a throttle, and then a flat bed. Yeah, like you can drive a truck on it. Yeah, yeah. like it's just for doing island jobs or whatever. Got that baby. Fired. Um, we were gonna put the barbecue right on it, but then we actually decided just to barbecue some dogs or some sausages and burgers and bring them on. We all brought like a nice like zero gravity chair. That's my main beef. If I'm gonna have a hot dog, I want a sausage. Okay, keep going. And then we just uh, we just hit the open water. Love it, right? And just like you're just cruising, and then we drive it up to the middle, throw in park, go for a nice swim, and then the other thing we that we love doing is uh, we throw a couple, we put it in reverse, throw a couple ropes off the bow, and then uh, it's probably going like ten miles an hour at this point, going in reverse, and then you just uh, grab a rope and you just sit there and drag. Why in reverse? Why don't you get towed behind the boat? Um, okay, so this is kind of part of it too. It's a, it's got pontoons. Okay. So then w- the fun part is that you climb up the rope all the way to the, uh, all the way to the boat, and then you climb underneath the boat, underneath yes. the boat, in between the pontoons. Yes, very. And fun. then you let go. When, once you get to like right at the back of the engine, you let go, and then you just drift for like a minute, and then you like grab your buddy or grab the rope, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that is very fun. Yeah. So that's like a lot of fun, and I feel like everyone. Not everyone, but like people have access to like doing kind of something creative like that to like kind of get out on the water somehow creatively and create a bit of a zone or something. Yeah. Make it more than just like going in the boat. Yeah. I love it. And hopefully most people like within their friend group has someone who has a hookup for something cool. Like let's stop feeling bad about taking advantage of someone for an opportunity that they have. Like. Yeah, like Matt's dad has his barge, but like he's my good friend and like it's just fun. Like I just straight up hit him up and I was like, hey, can we use your dad's barge? Throw some ideas out there. Yeah. Like get stuff going. Be, be someone who says yes to adventure in mm-hmm. the summer mm-hmm. and gets something going. I mean, this episode in, in many ways is almost like silly to talk about things to do in the summer. Right. Everyone knows things to do in the summer. But if you're listening to this show right now. We are like halfway, like July is over, pretty I know, much. I know. So if you haven't done as many exciting things as you want, you better get on it because the the the, the summer is winding down. And like, and Jer- I hate to say that out loud, but 
I need to so people understand what is at stake. I know that we are like the host of adventure, but I'll be honest with you, like I've worked a lot this summer and you were just kind of coming off like a little bit of a mini vacay. Yeah. You took Monday and Tuesday, right? You guys were oh, in, yeah, we didn't even Montreal. talk about my little um, little mini adventure to Montreal. Yeah. And like I was like, oh yeah, like he took a little mini adventure and he's like feeling like refreshed. He had a blast and I was like, yeah, it's already August. Like I've worked kind of like a dog this yeah. June, July. Like I need to like take a couple days off, yep. go chill with my family and just do something fun. Yeah. So, I mean, this message is for us as much as anyone. Uh, you know, we're we're hanging out, we're having some fun and believe it or not, I hear your son who has woken up from his nap. Yeah, we got to get that kid up. <laughs> he's ready to rock this Yeah, afternoon. he's ready to party. We're going to go have some more adventures. Everyone, thank you for uh, tuning in. Uh, we hope this episode was a little helpful for you as you're in that midsummer, uh, midsummer time. Mm-hmm. Find some adventure. Go look for some interesting things to do. And hopefully, as you've been listening to this podcast, you know maybe you were thinking, oh, I wanted to go to this summer concert or I missed that festival last week. Don't miss the next one. Find some friends. Make it happen. Fun's not dead. Fun is not dead. You can find us online, openroadpod.com. Send us emails, Jeremy and or Calvin at openroadpod.com. Take a look at our Instagram. We always have some fun photos there. And we're in the middle of our RV renovation right now. So if you want to keep in touch with that, we'll probably be posting pics and whatnot. So, um, and we got a bunch of video footage actually that I'm going to do something with. So, um, yeah, other than that, we are thankful that you guys are listening. Share this podcast with a friend. And we hope it helped you find a little more adventure in the everyday.